SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks right here on a Wednesday, October, what are we, the 12th? Yes, we are, October 12th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879, although I'm being told, actually, a little reminder there that the phone calls are uh, still down for today. Uh, but you can tweet me. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, oppositepicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, big hill to climb for the Dolphins. Uh, Adams is sorry. Rivera is sorry. Phil is sorry. Draymond is sorry. Who isn't sorry? Uh, Astros soar. Dodgers win again. I told you so again. Strikeout props hit a home run. So does Alvarez. Two is back, and so is... Mattress Mac. Uh, we'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, and open parlors all coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid Radio. What's going on, LLs, loyal listeners? How are you on this uh, Wednesday? Got the uh, Jordan Alvarez home run and uh, the Rizzo home run for the Stanks last night. TBS there with the calls as uh, the uh, Yankees and Astros among the winners yesterday. Dodgers beat San Diego last night 5-3 to three in the late game. And Philadelphia started the uh, the National League uh, playoffs all off with a 7-6 win over the Atlanta Braves. At least the division round anyway as uh, they surprised the Braves 7-6. So we are underway with the postseason division round. All the winners yesterday obviously taking one nothing best of five series leads. How about the Houston one? That that, that was the, uh, the the great one, right? I mean, it's amazing how the best sports are. You know, the uh, Mariners rallied from 8-1 down against Toronto Saturday. Seemingly, you know, left for dead for that game anyway, right? No shot. You're down. You're on the road. You know, you got a game three, so no, no big deal. But they rally. They end up winning it. Um, and then basically, it's it's you know tables turned on them. Uh, they're up big yesterday, you know seven to one, six to one, whatever it was. Uh, it ended up being seven to five. They head to the bottom of the ninth inning. They're still looking pretty good, right? You got a run to give, and uh, with two out, one uh, guy on, you get a single. Now all of a sudden, you bring the winning run to the plate. And boom, Alvarez with two outs hits a three-run homer off Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray, who's not a reliever. He's a starter. The Mariners have a good bullpen. Uh, I know the lefty versus lefty thing, but you know what? Sometimes that just is, is just stupid when you go out of your way to create that situation. And uh, yeah, it's kind of you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, which I'll explain here with the Indians and Terry Francona. But you don't bring in your starter. I mean, that that's it to face one batter. He's not used to warming up in that spot. I don't know how long he'd been warming up, but that's just got disaster written all over it, right? I mean, you keep your closer in the game, and you, you just hope he can get out of it without giving up a three-run homer. Who cares if righty versus lefty? Oh, instead, he brings in his starter, and uh, three pitches later, boom, or two pitches later, whatever it was, monster three-run homer. I mean, he just crushed that one. And uh, and the Astros walk off a winner, uh, despite being down uh, five runs earlier in the game. Wow, that, that's a huge win. That's tough. You know, we, we talked about this last night on uh, In Play Sports Tonight. It's not quite like the basketball or even hockey, but... 
You know, you're asking now the Mariners to win four games in this series. That's how I kind of view things, even even with baseball, to a lesser extent, but even so. You know, because well, why, why four? Well, because they had this game one. They outplayed the Astros. You know, it wasn't like a 3-2 game, and then, uh, you know, they gave up a run in the bottom of the ninth and then 10th, and then they end up losing 4-3. to three. This was, they were up. They were up six runs, five, six runs. Game was over. For all intents and purposes, that game should have been over, right? So you outplayed them. You beat them. But you still lost. So now you're going to have to outplay them and beat them three more times, which means you're going to have to do it four times in a best-of-five series. That's not likely to happen. You know, when you look at it that way, that's why these, uh, you know, some of these victories mean a little bit more than others. When you rally like that, that, that's a real tough thing. Good thing for Mariner fans and for the Mariners is they have a day off so they can kind of flush it out of their system. National League is only in action tonight, or today, really, uh, one afternoon game. The The American League is off, so I don't know if that helps or hurts, but I, I would think it would help just their psyche a little bit. But the Astros win 8-7, to seven, dramatic comeback. Uh, the, the baseball's crazy. The Yanks win last night 4-1. to one. You know, I say role reversal, damned if you do, damned if you don't, because, you know, uh, Scott Service, the manager of the Mariners, he brings in a starter, which is goofy, uh, to close out a game. And then Terry Francona last night, uh, he left in his starter, Cal Quantrill. He's he's pitching good. Uh, he's given up two runs. It's a 2-1 stanky lead. They're in the seventh inning. He's thrown 80-plus pitches. His normal outing over the course of the year is about 85, so he's right there at the very end. You'd think he'd bring in a reliever, a lefty, to face the lefty Rizzo. Instead, he keeps the starter in there. Rizzo blasts a two-run homer, 4-1 ball game, basically over. So you just got to—it's a rare time that Frank Kona kind of slept, got caught sleeping at the wheel. All right, opposite picks just getting underway. We'll check out our strikeout props from yesterday and today. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks on this uh, hump day. It is a Wednesday. No phone calls today. Phone lines are still down. Hopefully get it resolved by tonight. Trey Turner, home run, Fox Sports 1. Castellanos uh, catch their WIP radio in Philadelphia. Yes, the Phillies do surprise, I must say. Surprise me, that's for sure. Um, you know, listen, the series is uh, you know far from over, only one game. But uh, you, you get the sense there's a little, little mojo going with this Phillies team. You know, they sweep the Cardinals. They rally, uh, score all those runs in the last inning in the first game. Blow them out in the second game. Uh, maybe a little bit of a letdown, uh, but they they win. Uh, you know, not big, but they were leading big uh, in this uh, last uh, you know this first game against the Braves. And you just you know you, you get a sense. You know, every postseason there's one team. You know, in, in almost all sports, that kind of plays over its head a little bit. Maybe the Phillies are it. Maybe they are that team. We thought maybe it would be Cleveland or San Diego after beating the Mets, but uh, maybe it's the Phillies. I can't believe it. I will say this: in a must-win situation, right? You know, you, you don't want to fall two down uh, with uh, games three and four on the road. Um, if you're Atlanta, you would think um, the uh, Braves would be monster favorites today, right? They're actually not. They're a very enticing minus 142. I know it's Wheeler on the hill for the Phillies, but eh, he sucks. 
Uh, you know, Kyle Wright's on the hill for the Braves. They're at home. Another one of these goofy 430 starts. See, I don't, I don't get it. There's nothing going on tonight, right? You know, you got a Marshall football game against Louisiana Lafayette. Last night you had, or yesterday, you had all four playoff series underway. And you had the Dodger-Padres game starting at 9.30. Tonight, you only have two series underway. And you have one game starting at 4.30 and the Dodger-Padres game starting at 8.30 Eastern time. I, I, I don't understand Major League Baseball's scheduling on this. I, I know these times were basically set beforehand, but, you know, there's no reason why they can't move things, right? I mean, you got two West Coast teams, San Diego and the Dodgers, and you're starting that game 5.30 local time. You have the, the Braves and Phillies playing in the afternoon when no one can go to the game. Why can't you start like they did last night? Why can't you start one game at 7.30 or even 6.30, we'll say, Phillies-Braves, and then uh, you know go 9.30 Dodgers-Padres? Well, is that, is that so difficult? I mean, very weird. You know, it's almost like you have to win in spite of Major League Baseball. Yeah, we're playing games into November. Yeah, we're playing games at goofy times. But, uh, you know, the, the survivor will be the winner. That's how it is. There's, you, know, you can't make any excuses, I suppose. But it is kind of a weird 4.30 start uh, for uh, Braves and Phillies. But you would think, right? Anyway, back to reality. You would think must-win situation. Braves are the better team anyway. Down one nothing. They can't lose today that they would be at least. I, I'm surprised at that line. And I don't say that too often. I, I thought that would be at least 160, 170, maybe 180. That's why I say maybe, just maybe, the boys in Vegas are starting to buy into this Phillies team. So uh, they should be buying into our strikeout props. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Any thought of stop doing the strikeout props in the postseason, uh, forget about that. Uh, how did we do yesterday, you ask? All righty, I will tell you. Uh, Logan Gilbert, over three and a half. Five winner. Justin Verlander over six and a half, three. He got bombed. I can't believe Justin Verlander, but Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer, two of the best pitchers in baseball, two of the old geezers, and both one worse than the other. Garrett Cole, six and a half for the Stankies, eight winner. Cal Quantrill, three and a half for the uh, Guardian Indians, Cleveland Tribe, however you want to call them, five. Winner. Urias last night, four and a half his number was. <clears throat> Got six. Winner. Nice little four and one. Nice little four and one. We will take that. Absolutely. And I uh, can't really complain about anybody. And Verlander, he would have been the one I would have counted on at most. Our uh, parlay, we came up one strikeout short. We had uh, Urias at six, and he got six at plus 190. And we had Cole at nine. We got a little greedy at plus 210, paid $81. Our goal is to get it around $100, pay off $90 to $100. So we could have put him at eight, but that would have paid like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. So we put him at nine, and we were one strikeout away. So uh, minus 10 on that. But still four and one with our regular strikeouts, uh, not too shabby. Now our numbers on the season 158 up, 112 down. $100 player, 4500 bucks, depending on your VIGs and everything else, but $4,500.
playing only one. The one we were going to play last night, uh, what we say, was uh, Quantrill. Uh, they're 13-3. and three. Uh, That was the winner, so we're now 39-19. and 19. Good for uh, $1,670 if you're only playing one of these guys. Uh, oh, no, Urias was the one at four and a half. Uh, that was the winner. That was the one. Uh, either way, we would have won. But um, And just for uh, other purposes, Freed did not go over. Suarez did for Philadelphia. So we generally go against the Braves, and uh, I just didn't like the numbers there. We should have. That cost us. And then Clevenger last night, three and a half. He did not go over. So we stayed away from that loser. So not bad, four and one. Today we have the two games. We got pr some pretty good plays, though, uh, despite having just the two games. We'll start with the first game. Philadelphia at Atlanta. Zach Wheeler, four and a half. So the magic number is five. He's had five strikeouts, 12 of his last 15 starts, 12 and three. And he's had three starts against Atlanta, seven strikeouts, eight strikeouts, 10 strikeouts. That is a major play. Now, I will tell you, on FanDuel now, it's five and a half. It was four and a half, and I kicked myself because I did this last night. Sometimes I do it in the morning. Sometimes I do it, you know, the night before, and I was up watching the Dodger game, so I said, why not? I might as well just, you know, get the, the show prepared. And it was four and a half, and then I saw the numbers and how great they were. And it's, did I put it in? No. And I meant to. I really did. And I just forgot. I, I just, I got distracted. So it is five and a half. You're getting odds, you know, uh, plus 115 on FanDuel. But boy, you know, sometimes that one strikeout is all the difference in the world. Let me go to Wheeler now and see um, at his number at five and a half, how, uh, how different that would be. Because uh, at 13 and three with the four and a half, that's pretty darn good. He, I think he's got six uh, also, but we'll see. 0 and 1, 1 and 1. One and two, one and three, two and three, two and four, three and four, four and four, five and four, six and four, six and five, six and six, six and seven, man. Yeah. Seven and seven, eight and seven, nine and uh, or, uh, nine and nine. Man, it's about 500. 10 and nine, 11 and nine, 12 and nine, 13, 14 and nine, 15 and nine. 15 and nine. But a lot of that was in, uh, you know, April and May and into to a lesser extent June. So, but, you know, not, that's not too bad, but it's not 12 and 3. You know, that just goes to show how just adding one more strikeout can make the numbers so overwhelmingly 12 and 3. And then you flip it and give it five and a half, one more strikeout, and it's basically 9 and 9. But I like those 7, 8. 10 strikeouts versus the Braves. I'm definitely playing Zach Wheeler plus uh, 115 on five and a half. I'll give you the other games uh, when we come back. Ops Pick Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, ESPN there with the call as uh, the NHL's second start of the season. I told you yesterday, uh, maybe it was the other show, NHL really, excuse me, has four starts this season. They started over in the Czech Republic last week with uh, uh, the one series, two games. Then they had last night, but there was only two games last night. Then they have tonight, 
but there's only five games tonight. Then they have Thursday in which you have 10 games, which is kind of like the real, real, real opening day. <laughs> so NHL has four opening days. Go figure. Uh, you know, they play until, uh, you know, uh, July, basically. But uh, we need four opening days. I suppose that's why. So Rangers win, and then uh, Vegas scores late to get the win over the uh, LA Kings 5-4. Uh, to four. Uh, We'll do uh, a lot of emails about when we're going to start up our uh, shots on goal props. And, you know... Well, well, you know, I, I throw them out in uh, in play live sports uh, tonight. Um, we throw a few of those out, um, and we'll probably do that. We'll continue to do that just because there's nothing else really going on. But we won't really, really get into it. I would say for like another week, you know, let these teams just breathe a little bit. A lot of changes this offseason. A lot of new head coaches, uh, you know, switching from here to there. Line changes. So you just want to make sure because – we're going to base our numbers and our plays off last year's numbers. So you, you want to give these guys a couple of games just to make sure that they're still posting those same numbers. So um, we won't do it this week, but you know we'll pick it up midway next week, depending on the baseball schedule. If there's nothing going on, we will. Uh, but you know, give it give it a week. We won't wait too too long. Not as long as we probably really should. But um, but either way, we'll we'll have some stuff and then play sports tonight between seven uh, and, and ten p.m. So back to the uh, the baseball stuff. Oh, we got a great baseball play for you tonight. So we're going to go with Wheeler over five and a half. <coughs> Excuse me. Plus 115. And again, he was thirteen. He was 12 and three when the number was four and a half. He's nine and eight at five and a half. But he's 16 and eight if you want to go back into June, which in May, which I really don't want to because what you've done in May, April and May, it really doesn't equate to what you've been doing in August and September. That that's really, you know, so it's he's basically nine and eight. That, that that's I would stop it at that point, uh, getting six strikeouts. But it is the Braves, and I love the fact that uh, three games against the Braves, he's had seven, eight, and ten strikeouts. So he's a play. We're gonna play Kyle Wright as well for Atlanta four and a half. Uh, magic number there is obviously five. We need five strikeouts. He's nine and five. His last 14 starts getting five strikeouts. He's pitched three times against the Phillies, six, four, and five. So he's two and one. He's hovering around that, that five. So, um, you know, they're playing well as Philadelphia, but, uh, I'm guessing Wright's going to come up big in a big spot for the Braves. So we'll go over four and a half. The late game, Kershaw. Five and a half. It's up to minus 160. So we need six strikeouts. He's six and four getting uh, six strikeouts his last 10 starts. And against San Diego this year, he's at eight and three. He's owned San Diego, though. I will tell you that over the years. His numbers against lifetime against San Diego is like 15 and two. I mean, he's just, he's unbelievable. He's even more than that. So we'll, we'll play Kershaw. Why not? Uh, we'll put him in a parlay at that minus 160. Now comes the pullover side of the road play. And you might not have to actually pull over side of the road because this is weird. I have a pitcher in you, Darvish, whose strikeout total against the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are like a mediocre strikeout team, middle of the pack, not great, not awful, five and a half. So what's the problem, Scott? You Darvish has gotten six strikeouts. And we told you this last week. 
in 16 of his last 18 starts, 16 and two. And if that's not weird enough that they're giving us five and a half, and and, and is you want to say he hasn't pitched well lately? Last start against the Mets, the, the he he didn't get it. He only got four. I, I must say, in the playoff game, but the last regular season games, six, eight, eight, seven, six, nine. I mean, he's been on fire. He's not even you know that that six to getting six strikeouts is is nothing for him, right? Here's the, here's the wacky thing about it. Well, let me throw one more at you. Against the Dodgers. How does he do against the Dodgers, Scott? Four starts. Nine, five, ten, and seven. Three out of the four starts, he's had at least six strikeouts. That three out of the four, he's had at least seven strikeouts. So here's where it gets really weird. Last night when I did this, he was five and a half, minus 150. You know what he is today? Five and a half plus 115. That doesn't make any sense. So people are betting the under because he was laying a buck 50 in last night to go over. Now you're getting plus 115, which who knows? Maybe by later on this afternoon, it flips to four and a half. Uh, you know, laying odds, I'd imagine. But so why would a guy who's hit the number 16 of his last 18 starts, and now it's plus 116. It's gotten even higher since, uh, you know, um, I wrote it down. Why would a guy who's had six strikeouts or more in 16 of his last 18 starts and who struck out Seven or more, three out of the four games against the competition he's facing tonight. And why are people betting the under? It's four days rest. You know, so he's got the standard rest for the most part. Um, Maybe you'd like to go five, but, you know, these pitchers can go four. That's really, that shouldn't be an issue. All these guys are going on four days rest, or at least Wheeler is as well. Um, is that it? That they don't think he's going to have his best stuff because he's he's got one less day. But then you know, again, postseason four days is uh, an eternity. Um, that boy, that just doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. For one, the line to be five and a half to begin with, and and two, more importantly, that people are betting the under. You know, the Mets. The one game he got four his last time out. The Mets are like one of the best non-strikeout teams. So I understand why he maybe didn't get his number last time out. But the Dodgers, that's not the case. Dodgers middle of the pack. And I'm guessing Gallo's going to be in the lineup because Darvish is a right-hander. So, you know, that that's an automatic one or two strikeouts right there, right? Or maybe he's going to be in the lineup. Who knows? But, man... So that, that's an automatic play. So we're going to play all four. We'll play Wheeler, five and a half, getting odds. We'll play Wright, four and a half for the Braves, uh, nine and five, last 14. We'll play Kershaw, five and a half, minus 160. Although, uh, just, I wouldn't risk uh, 160 to win 100. I would risk 100 to win, you know, 65. I'm, I'm not laying 160 on Kershaw. Uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll play you, Darvish. All right, well, you know, listen, they want to give us the number. It is what it is. Uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. All right, our premium plays, or our uh, pyramid plays. Best baseball play, 
Uh, I got to see the Phillies uh, beat the uh, Braves twice in Atlanta. I, I think Atlanta minus the 142 is your, your best uh, baseball play. Best strikeouts? I'll go to you, Darvish. Five and a half, right? If we're going to bite, we might as well take a big bite out of the apple. So let's go, Darvish, over five and a half. Best hockey play? We got some hockey uh, tonight. I told you the five games. Um, again, I like to see these teams kind of breathe a little bit. Don't want to lay monster odds, and you got monster odds in the NHL tonight. You know, first game for all these teams. And, and you know, Carolina is a three to one favorite over Columbus. Three to one in game number one. Toronto minus two sixty against uh, Montreal. Um, Colorado minus four fifty. Four fifty. Even laying two and a half goals. It's uh, basically even money on Colorado. Forget one and a half, two and a half goals. Edmonton, almost two to one, minus 188 at home against Vancouver. Can't lay that stuff. Uh, you, you never lay that stuff in an NHL game anyway, but especially um, at home or uh, first week. I will tell you, a Carolina three to one, and I could easily see them losing to Columbus. A Toronto minus 260. A Colorado minus 450 parlay would pay you 125. Then if you want to throw Edmonton in there, it's plus 245. I guarantee you that will not hit. Absolutely guarantee you that will not hit. In fact, I am willing to bet that if you took, let me get rid of all these other ones. If you took all the underdogs, Vancouver plus 158 against Edmonton, Blackhawks plus 340 against Colorado. Montreal plus 210 against Toronto. And Columbus plus 240 against Carolina. I bet you win money. I bet you win money. At least two of those will end up uh, winning. All right. uh, Ops Picks continues after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hi, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. No Ops Picks again today. They're just, uh, sad to say, there's just not enough games. So, but it'll resume tomorrow. Uh, definitely. We'll, we'll throw in some uh, college football uh, for the weekend. We'll throw in some hockey. We'll throw in some baseball games. Uh, we'll, we'll get it done uh, for sure tomorrow because we can't go that long without the uh, greatest uh, five minutes in the history of uh, Sports Talk Radio. So we'll definitely, definitely get back uh, to that. So our uh, going over our pyramid plays, and I got some football notes to get to as well. So we're going to go Atlanta Braves as the best baseball play. Best strikeouts, U Darvish, five and a half. Best hockey play, Anaheim. Minus 125 against Seattle. We'll stay away from those big monster ones. And then uh, college football, we got a goofy college football game. UL Lafayette Marshall. I mean, under normal circumstances, who cares? But if you want to play it, I would go with the under 46.5. And And I generally don't go unders very often in college football, but I will here. Our $10... Adjusted line strikeout parlay, or uh, strikeout, uh, yeah, parlay. Uh, we're going to go with Zach Wheeler at 7, uh, plus 255. And then you uh, <clears throat> Darvish uh, at 7, plus 245. And a $10 parlay, if those two guys hit their numbers, pays uh, $110. Not bad for $10. So Wheeler and Darvish both to get 7 on FanDuel will get you $110. 
And uh, there you go. Well, Fandle's also offering up a nice little uh, prop here for the baseball game between the Dodgers and Padres. Now, we tried one last night, and it didn't hit. <clears throat> but this one's not too bad. Uh, lesser odds. Manny Machado to get a base hit. Freddie Freeman to get a base hit. Mookie Betts to get a base hit. And Trey Turner to get a base hit. It's four guys, but it is, you know, the four, you know, maybe the best players uh, for each team excluding Soto for uh, San Diego. So they're paying you 3 to 1 on that, plus 329. $10 wager will pay you 32 bucks, $100 wager will pay you 329. I would think all four of those guys would get a base hit. Right? I mean, hey, that's not, you know, plus uh, 3 and change, that's actually not too too bad. So I think that's actually worth uh, a couple of shekels. What do they got in the Phillies Braves? Let's see uh, what kind of boost they have. They have Phillies money line. Interesting. Harper to hit a home run. Acuna to get a hit. And Austin Riley to get a base hit. 20 to 1. Yeah. I don't I don't think Philadelphia is winning today. So I wouldn't do that one. But for 20 to 1, uh, it's actually not too bad. But I don't, I don't like having to bet guys to hit home runs either. So um, you, you could give you monster numbers, but... Like Harper to hit a home run by himself is probably like four to one. It is uh, plus four fifty. So if you have Harper to hit a home run and the Phillies to win, because I don't want to root for the Braves, that pays you seven twenty five. Now it's not twenty to one. I get that, but um, if I really wanted to do something, I would do that. I wouldn't get too greedy. I would just take the plus the seven twenty five. But uh, there you go. Dolphin line is up to four and a half. It's funny. We went over the lines last night on uh, In Play Sports Tonight. Just, you know, late night going over the early lines. Dolphins were a three-point home underdog against Minnesota. Now it's four and a half. Word is that Tyree Kill might not play. He's got a foot injury. Someone stepped on his foot. And uh, now with him being uh, questionable... And the quarterback situation being in, in flux with Miami, uh, whether it's going to be, uh, I, I won't be Tua, but whether it's going to be Bridgewater or, or the third stringer, Skyler Thompson, Minnesota is going to be able to score. Boy, this Dolphin team is unraveling. It is really unraveling right before our eyes. Boy, 3-0 start, beat Buffalo, top of the world. And then the Tua situation that just started a freak for all that. I don't know if this head coach is going to be strong enough to get this team out. You lose to, to Minnesota. Now you're down to three uh, 500. Yeah, you're going to have a feisty uh, Pittsburgh team coming in next. You should be able to win that one, but you should have been able to beat the Jets, and you should have been able to beat Minnesota. Um, the schedule is so easy this year. They're never going to be out of it, out of it, but... Man, if uh, Tyree Kill can't play and the Dolphins got to throw a third-string quarterback out there, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. So we'll see. Good news is, too, it was back on the field practicing yesterday, according to NFL media. He apparently consulted with four, not one, two, three, but four independent specialists. And I guess they all gave him the clearance to go ahead and practice. So... When is he going to be able to actually play? Seems to me that if you could practice, you should be able to play. But we've talked about this. If he gets another concussion, 
everybody is going to be just absolutely completely up in arms, much like they were after the concussion he suffered in Cincinnati, right? You, you have to wait for the public. Forget about all these neurologists. They, they could all say he's completely healthy. Absolutely. They did after the, the first concussion against Buffalo. They said he's fine. That's why they played him. So it's it's not about getting medical clearance. It's it's honestly it's about getting public acceptance. That that's really what it is. You know, when can he go back in there, suffer a concussion, and have the fans not yell and scream about how the Dolphins put him in there too soon? I don't know how you measure that. I I really I, I don't know how you measure that. Uh, I don't know if that'll ever go away. Um, you know, at least not this year anyway. It, to me, if you're if you're waiting on that, and it seems to me they are. You, you have to wait at least another month, at least another month before the public would say, okay, you know what, he's okay to go back in there. And you don't want to suffer, you know, two or three concussions. You figure out if he really had a concussion that first time. You don't want to suffer three concussions in a, you know, in a month, one month span, right? So I'm guessing we won't see him until sometime in November uh, at, at the earliest, mid-November, something along those lines. In fact, when is the Dolphins buy? Let me check their schedule. Um, if it's like within the next three weeks or so, I bet they do that. I bet they wait until after the bye. Let's see. When is it? They play, uh, week 11. It's funny. Week 12 is when they take on the Houston Texans. Week 10 is when they take on the Cleveland Browns. So the Browns week 10 won't have Deshaun Watson yet. And maybe the Dolphins don't have their starting quarterback either. Then they have the bye week, week 11. And then uh, week 12 would be November 27th. I got a feeling that's when we're going to see two again. Uh, that, that November 27th game against the Houston Texans. That's what I'm guessing. So, But at least he's back on the practice field. And who knows what that means. I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. I told you so about this. Last week, about the Rams player, you know, knocking over the guy who ran on the field, that there would be a lawsuit coming, and there was. And I told you on Monday that you wait and see. The guy that Devontae Adams knocked over is going to file a lawsuit. You wait and see. He's yet to do that, but he did file a police report. According to TMZ, the photographer who got knocked over by Adams, who Adams then apologized in the press conference, has filed a police report, went to the hospital, the hospital, suffering injuries, not considered life-threatening. Really? He got pushed to the ground, for goodness sakes. I, I, mean, I mean, you know, come on. He's going to be hospitalized? Oh, my God. He sees his 15 minutes of fame. He sees his golden goose. No two ways about it. I'm on the field. You're on the field. You're not looking at me. You look up. I'm in front of you. You push me over, you're Devontae Adams, lawsuit. Oh, yes, the golden goose has arrived for that photographer. He's probably making about 50, 55,000, if that. He's probably freelance, so he's probably making about 100 bucks, you know? And now he gets knocked over by Devontae Adams. Oh, his paycheck has come home. Falling to the ground, and he's going to go to the hospital. Oh, that is great. Oh, brother. He'll probably make about 100,000. I, I bet, uh, you know, he's going to file the police report. Uh, it doesn't really matter, 
You know, I'm sure for legality purposes, you have to do that or you should do that anyway. The police may just say, no, it was an accident. Although it wasn't really an accident, but it, it wasn't an assault. It was, it was just nothing. No, you'll just get out of my way. But that doesn't mean you can't sue. And that's really what he's after. He's not looking to get Devontae Adams thrown in jail. He's looking to get Devontae Adams to pay him, what, 50000 100000 150000 I got trauma. I can't ever go on a football field ever again. I, you know what? I'm never going to be able to work ever again because I, every time I look around, I'm going to be worried about getting hit by somebody. I can't do that. I'm done, Doc. You know, you got to sign a waiver saying I'm a mental uh, midget right now and I can't work anymore. Uh, he's got to pay me a million dollars. Oh, yeah. And he'll make it. I don't know how much he'll make, but you wait and see. He'll get money. He will get money. Oh, I wish that stuff would happen to me. That nearly happened to me one time when Sammy Sosa wanted to punch me. But he didn't, unfortunately. But that that was about the only time covering sports way back when that I got into a little altercation. But it was nothing physical. He just uh, we, we just got a little verbal back and forth in the locker room. Um, but on the field or along those yeah, not not even really close, unfortunately. Man, I'd sue too. Why not? You know what? You're a gazillion dollars. You got to control yourself. You can't just shove people to the ground. Go ahead. Why not? Draymond Green uh, apologizing. Warrior saying, speaking of punishment, he's only going to be fined. Draymond Green nearly decapitated Jordan Poole. Sucker punched him, just absolutely decked him, floored him, one punch. And they're not going to suspend him? They're only going to fine him? Draymond Green has a gazillion dollars. What is a fine going to do? I mean, a fine is, what are you going to find him, $10,000, $20,000? Well, big deal. I mean, wow. I could see two guys getting into it in practice, and these guys did, and Poole did punch him, or not, not excuse me, Poole did shove him first. So, you know, he should have known right then, all right, if I shove somebody, I better be prepared to protect myself, and he didn't. But still, Green's a bird brain. We know that. And the Warriors aren't even going to suspend him? Very weird. Uh, that, that's, uh, that is very, very weird. All right, he's back. Yeah, good old Mattress Mac. Who, I, I have listeners with the podcast, you know, I guess he does a lot of good things down in the Houston area with charity and stuff, so, but I just, I get annoyed when people say he's risking and he's betting $10 million now on the Houston Astros to win the 2022 World Series, right? I mean, he is, but he's not risking it. All he's doing is offsetting the losses uh, that he would have if, in fact, the Astros won and one of his promotions came in. You're not familiar with him. He's the guy that offers up, uh, he sells mattresses and furniture, and he tells people if you buy a certain amount, $3,000. And in this case, if the Astros win the World Series, you get your furniture for free. I'll reimburse you your $3,000. So he has to you know, protect himself, so he bets on the team to actually win. This way, if he has to give back all this money to the customers, he's going to make $10 million with the boys in Vegas. And in this case, it's even going to be more than that since he's uh, betting 10000 and he's probably getting about 3 to 1 odds. So he's going to be making like $30 million. So it's not really risking. You're just you're hedging your bet. That, that, that's all. But he did it again. $10 bucks on the Astros to win the 2022 World Series. Not bad. 
Um, you know, if you're looking to buy furniture, it's, it's a nice little gimmick. He's got a little something going for himself. He really does. All right, we'll close up shop next with a couple more winners. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Ops and Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. Football full circle coming up next. Moneyline uh, with uh, Donnie and me. Don't forget, it's a Wednesday, so I'll be sitting in with Donnie today from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time, and then later on tonight with uh, in-play sports tonight between 7 and 10. All right, a couple of stories here. Uh, Washington uh, football head coach uh, Ron Rivera apologized for initially saying that quarterback Carson Wentz was the reason his club is only 1-4. and four. Kind of backtracked, uh, threw his uh, quarterback under the bus. He was trying to explain how the other quarterbacks uh, in the other three teams in the division have been with those clubs for a long time. Problem is, uh, you know, one of the quarterbacks, Carson Wentz or uh, Cooper Rush, hasn't played very much. Uh, the other one is Giants quarterback, uh, you know, Danny Dimes is going to be kicked out of the team at the end of the year. And uh, the third quarterback, uh, Jalen Hurts, has been with the Eagles for, uh, you know, a year and a half. So it's not exactly like these quarterbacks have been there forever. Um, you know, it's Dak Prescott playing. So anyway, he said he's sorry, but you know what? Redskin potato commanders have to look themselves in the mirror. They're all to blame, not just the quarterback, although he is certainly part of the problem. How about no Craig Kimbrell for the Dodgers? He did not make the postseason roster. They had Chris Martin closing out the game last night, getting the final three outs in a 5-3 game. You know, he was 3-1 and one this year with a 1.46 ERA with uh, a couple of saves. But you're talking about a guy who's been in the majors for eight years and has been on six different teams. You're telling me the Dodgers couldn't find one spot for Craig Kimbrell? L.A. is not winning the World Series with Chris Martin as their closer. No way, no how. Noah Roldis Chapman for the Stankies. He's not on their postseason roster either. Either is uh, Phillies reliever uh, David Robertson. Won't pitch. Strange injury he suffered. A mild strain of his calf jumping to celebrate a Bryce Harper home run in the Cardinals series against uh, the, uh, the Phillies series against the Cardinals. Unbelievable. These crazy injuries. Uh, amazing. All right. Football full circle coming up next. We'll talk to you in an hour on Moneyline. 